The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. All right, let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenci, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustler, and everybody else in between. Throwing it down. The Thursday night throwdown has begun. As we pick up the pieces of following Thursday night football, the Atlanta Falcons win for the second time this year, 25-17 final score. Uh, of course, uh, they were point-and-a-half underdogs, uh, so they uh, cover the number. They hit on the money line, and the game stays under uh, the number. They get to 42. A lot of points were left on the field uh, tonight by both football teams, specifically specifically uh, the Atlanta Falcons, but that's what they do. But, hey, um, at least they won the football game, although I was on the Carolina Panthers. We did crush the props. Uh, we end up going 5-5. Five and five. So, in other words, we lost juice, and we wasted three-and-a-half hours of our life. Uh, the big news uh, for the football world uh, tonight, Trevor Lawrence test positive uh, for coronavirus. Trevor Lawrence will not play against uh, Boston College. Uh, but, of course, we're all very concerned about Trevor Lawrence's uh, safety, right? Um, we're very, very concerned about his health uh, right now. No, we're very, you know, we're very much concerned. Uh, the first question is, yeah, not not how's he doing? Man, I hope he's okay. No, the first question is, is he going to be good to play against Notre Dame? Because that's that's the first thing I thought of. Although we're going to get into this uh, tonight. Should he really be playing against anybody? Like, you know, why? Uh, for who and for what? We're going to break that down. So Trevor Lawrence has uh, coronavirus. Each day, every conference has different uh, coronavirus protocols, right? Um, you know, we, we see every sport has a different uh, coronavirus protocol. Major League Baseball, it's up to you. If hey, Listen, if you have coronavirus and you feel like playing, don't worry about it, you know. We, we, we encourage you not to, but we can't stop you, <laughs> right? The SEC uh, policy is, yeah, if you have coronavirus, it's okay. If you take a million tests like a couple of days in a row, uh, you suddenly magically don't have it anymore. Um, the ACC, it turns out, 10 days isolation, 10 days isolation. So Trevor Lawrence has to be isolated for 10 days, which pretty much sets up perfectly for him to play against Notre Dame, except the kid does have coronavirus. He's not going to be practicing. This could potentially be a game changer, all right? Teddy Covers going to step up and in straight for the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. Going to break it down with Teddy to talk NFL football, college of football. We're actually running the gauntlet, man. We got uh, we got some news uh, pretty much from every week uh, tonight. We're returning to the NBA. we got baseball, hockey, and more. Bring it.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. You want some of this, don't you? Yeah! Well, you need to know the winners, and I know the winners. So call me now. Whoa! $5 for the first minute, $2 for each additional minute. You have reached the coach's hot line. Line. Yeah, lay it on me, coach. In the game of my MBA. Mm-hmm. Versus Sin. Cincinnati. Sin. Cincinnati. Not. Cincinnati. Come on, come on. Don't you realize this is costing me money? Sports Rage Late Night. I am Gabriel Morenci. Bring it. 844 843-6879. 844-843-6879. We're going to go to the pipelines uh, before Teddy Covers uh, steps up and in. As uh, we've got College of Football... Uh, on tap, uh, we've got a lot of uh, COVID uh, news across the board. It seems as though uh, you look at the National Football League, every team, oh yeah, we've got this guy, that guy, and you don't know who it is. They sent th- you know, these guys home. It just is what it is. It's all part of uh, it's all part of handicapping football in 2020. But the big news, all right, blah blah. The Atlanta Falcons won. Good for them. Uh, play calling sucks for the Carolina Panthers. I'll tell you that. But big news uh, if uh, you're unaware. Uh, big news is that Trevor Lawrence tests positive for coronavirus. So uh, he's the ACC policy. Now, this broke when me and Cam were on live. And, you know, my reaction was I needed to know. Each conference has a different policy. So it turns out the their, their policy is a 10-day isolation from whatever he started uh, having symptoms, which is whatever. It's just stupid. So it's 10 days from now. Long story short, he should be ready to play. He he should be eligible, I should say. He should be eligible to play against Notre Dame, which is kind of like their one tough game this year. Not this Saturday, but the following Saturday um, in South Bend. But, you know, he's got coronavirus. Like, you know, will he have symptoms? Is he going to be weakened or is he just going to be sort of asymptomatic? Um, so there's a lot of stuff to break down. Teddy Cover's going to step up and in from Las Vegas. Let's send it uh, to Pittsburgh. Uh, right now, we don't keep the VIPs awaiting. Uh, Old school Rageaholic steps up and in. Steel City Steve, Pittsburgh in the house. What's up, Steve? Gabriel, long time, pal. How you been? Hey, it's great to hear from you, Steve. I'm glad you're doing uh, well. Uh, great to catch up with you, buddy. How you been, man? 
Uh, you know, I'd, I'd ask you how your 2020 is doing, but I think we all know how that's going. So, um, you know, <laughs> it is what it is, man. I'm doing, I'm, yeah, I'm doing all right. You know, 2020 for me is a lot like every other year, Steve. I do shows all day and bet on sports all day. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's back for all of us. Um, yeah, I'm kicking myself for not playing that Fresno game. You know, the, these new coaches come in and you have an entire offense back with you. You have a 6'5", 240-pound quarterback, and, and, and you sit him on the bench for a kid you used to coach uh, at, at Temple a few years ago. I mean, I just I, – I don't, I don't get it. You know, what's going on in Mississippi State with, with Leach and letting seven guys go. You had a 1,300-yard rusher. I mean, give him the ball once in a while. I mean, you, you, you had it at Washington State. I remember a few years ago they had multiple running backs, you know, sealing games for him and winning games for him, but – these coaches, man, I mean, 2020 is really pulling the wool back uh, on a lot of these coaches and, and who they really are. That's a good point, uh, Steve. And, you know, it's amazing, actually, speaking of coaches in 2020, like what the hell are the Chicago White Sox doing, guys? I wanted to get to that as well. Tony LaRusso, what, was Don Zimmer unavailable? I think, oh, I'm sorry, he's dead. <laughs> like, like, no offense to Tony LaRusso, but guys that managed in a decade, he's 76 years old. It's 2020, guys. Okay, you know, it's, you know, it, it really is baffling. Never mind the play calling, too, Steve. And, you know, listen, we all, we, we're all Johnny know it alls, right? We're all, oh, they should have done this, they should have done that. But I, I the, the play calling, Steve, either I'm smarter or they, they're dumber, bro, because for the love of God, college, pro, it doesn't matter. Like, there's just no logic to anything these teams do. Carolina are the kings, too, of, of you know what, it's third and four, so let's throw a bomb. <laughs> like, it's like, I hate teams that do that. And then tonight, Carolina, all right, it's it's fourth and two. We're going to punt. No, we change our mind. We send the players back out there. Bridgewater stands around looking confused, only to hand it off into a pile and a stack. It's just, it's so infuriating when you have, our, you have your money on this stuff, Steve. But, hey, it is what it is, and it's all part of 2020, as you stated. It really is. It's it's too many formations. It's, it's too many gadgets, it's, you know. I blame Peterson for a lot of this, what he did with Philadelphia a few years ago. But my favorite, Gabe, is the fourth and inches and put my quarterback in the shotgun. Uh, that's still that's still my favorite. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's – you know, in college, I sort of get it just because these dumb kids can't take a snap from under center. I was impressed. I was watching a couple of teams play the other day, and the kid was very good at it. Yet in the pros, there's just no – there's no excuse for it. You're right. You know, we, we we need six inches, so let's turn it in. Let's turn it into a fourth and eight. You know, they snap the ball for the five, and then they roll out, and then they get tackled at the seven or eight uh, yard line. Uh, but it's great, to, great to have you back, Steve. So, um, what are you looking at this weekend? Are you looking at tomorrow's games? Are you looking at Saturday? What are you looking at, uh, college or pro, this weekend? You know, um, you know, I'm looking at a little bit of both. Um, the Cincinnati Memphis game is has has piqued my interest because. You know, they played twice last year at the end of the season, and I think it was like 58 points, and there was 53 in the championship game that was scored. And, and Memphis is is now without, you know, Gibson went to the pros. You know, uh, Gainwell opted out. They just lost another stud wide. Uh, they had a pretty good tight end a year ago that is gone. So that, that's his top four wide outs from a year ago. They're all gone now, and that total still sitting at 55, and I, I just don't know how Memphis is going to be able to move the ball on Cincinnati. I should have played Cincinnati last week, and I didn't. I'm a little – seven with those guys. It, 
it's not the easiest thing in the world. Um, but I, I am looking at that under of uh, 55 right now in that game, Gabe. Yeah, I was on um, I was on Cincinnati, and I got burnt uh, on the over, actually. I didn't expect them to hold SMU to as little amount of points. But you're right, it's a different situation now, uh, laying the 7-7.5 uh, the seven, seven uh, in a spot like this. There's a lot of interesting college games this week. Uh, you know, now now that the board is filling up and, you know, more conferences are back, um, but and also there's just some good matchups. You know, fun matchup with Michigan and Michigan State out of the gate. And, you know, Steve, I've been talking a lot about this Coastal Carolina team, 5-0 and straight up, 4-1 and against the spread. Um, they, they get Georgia State this weekend. A fun football game, too, is uh, Central Florida and Houston. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this one at uh, Teddy a little bit later on, but... You know, I thought I was being smart and taking a look at the over of this game, man. 82 and a half points, Steve. Do you want the under? No. No, they're going to be at 50 at the half. Right. <laughs> right. If not more. Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe maybe you get a little bit of it to come down before the game, maybe on Saturday. But, I mean, you know, we've seen Gabriel get hot. I mean, Toon's no slouch. I mean, that that – and then you got you know you got two coaches that that, that just want to do it. So yeah, I their mean, defenses that's... can't stop anybody either. They right, neither right. team, and, and yeah. they can they can score in, they can score in special teams. I mean they they got a couple of good kick returners. I don't know if Nixon's playing yet back for uh, but for Central Florida. But the, I mean the kid from from Houston is is going to be playing on Sundays and Stevenson. Um, I, yeah, that's the only way I can look there, Gabe. Hey, listen, we're up against it, Steve. We got we got a minute or two here. Teddy Cover's going to be stepping up and in. Uh, so I got to ask you about the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was on Tennessee. I was on Tennessee, and you know, I don't know if they were going to win. You know, we can't. You can't. We can't say, "Oh, Guskowski cost them the win." Guskowski cost us a chance, you know, to potentially win the football game. I was frustrated because I had the over fifty-one, and I didn't want to push. And especially with Pittsburgh about to score, I thought for sure I was going to hit the over. So Pittsburgh doesn't score. And then I'm like, well, Tennessee, all right, I'm on Tennessee, and well, we'll go to overtime, we'll see what happens. But, um, and, you know, this is this is pretty big. If Pittsburgh steps up again, we have to start tip our, tipping our cap to these guys. I'm not really over, I'm not overly impressed with Baltimore. To me, Steve, Baltimore are bullies, bro. They beat up on the weak. I'm not, I don't, I don't, I want to take the Steelers here. We got less than 30 seconds, Steve. Are you on, are you on the Steel City uh, team here? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be on them this week. I, I think, I mean, when you play Tennessee and you lose your all-world middle linebacker that can go sideline to sideline, I don't think you're going to miss them that much. You're going to miss them this week, okay? The break. Ravens won. I, I got them I, I winning four, four straight off the bye. Now, they didn't cover each time, but, I mean, that performance they put on New England last year was one of the better efforts of the entire year. Steve, um, I, 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 I think, great to I have think you the back. Ravens in a close. Steel game. City, Steve. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you. 
because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn, and most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Hey, wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. You know he's not supposed to bet. Come on, Jerry. It's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a lock. No. Sports Rage Late Night continues. I'm Marenzi. All right, we open up the phone lines. We get Steel City Steve from Pittsburgh, and I understand Bob from Vermont. Uh, Bob from we've been wondering where's where's Bob? Where's Bob? Uh, but you know, Bob is um, you know Bob Bob is a sensitive uh, individual, and you know we haven't heard from Bob in a little while. So, and, you know, if we brought Bob on for like thirty seconds or a minute or something like that, he'd get very upset. So. We told Bob um, it's his choice. He can come on and say hi for a second, or just come on after Teddy. And I believe he's going to come on after Teddy. So uh, we'll get back. Uh, we'll get back to the pipelines. Let's uh, send it to Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, right now. The one and only Teddy Cover steps up and in wager talk, sports memo in the house. Teddy, always a pleasure. Teddy, what's going on? Ah, Marinci, I'm making stupid bets and and walking around being mad about it. How about you? I was on Carolina. Does that make you feel better? Why'd you bet that? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, so, Poor Teddy. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. But it would literally, like, after I made the bet, after I made the bet, maybe five minutes after, I started getting texts and calls and emails from every sharp guy I know saying, hey, you're on Atlanta, right? Hey, I really like Atlanta. Hey, you should take Atlanta team total over. Hey, look at this in Atlanta. You know, like five minutes after I make the bet. It didn't even, it wasn't even that long, I don't think. Buyer's um, remorse. Frustrating. And then, I mean, Carolina, what did they do? They scored the first two touchdowns. They marched, marched down the field. And the rest of the game, all of a sudden, the, the pass protection breaks down. Bridgewater falls apart. It, it looked like, you know, I mean, the defense got the stops they needed to get. I thought, you know, 25 wasn't going to be enough uh, for the Falcons, but it was. Yeah, it's frustrating. I know. I know. That's what happens. We bet on bad teams. You get bad results, right? Um, and I brought it up earlier, Carolina. And, you well, know, you I, watch I, Colorado I, State right now? Um, yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm on Fresno. I got, uh, I've got uh, Fres- Fresno yeah, yeah. in this game. I yeah, probably, well, the, I'm on the I wrong side the, of that one, too. Yeah, I, I feel you're frustrated. I, I, just, I, I hear you. <laughs> I went fire. I had a bunch of props. I was on Carolina. I had the over as well, Teddy, and I had a Bridgewater prop. Didn't help when he got knocked out of the game. All right, all right. So, Teddy's, uh, we got Surly Teddy uh, tonight. So, Sur- Surly Teddy's in the house uh, yeah. this evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Teddy, all we can do is move forward, Although, right? I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say this much. You, 
Yeah, like like coming on air. So I mean, I've been sitting, I've been stewing. You have no idea, dude. I've been feel stewing for a good now. hour. So, your rage. Uh, yeah, normally your rage. it doesn't take me that long. Yeah, well, I get, there, there's something on about being on air, and maybe being on air with you, Gabe. That uh, that that there's there's the uh, there's therapy to it. And one thing you have to be able to do in this business. Yeah, yeah. As always, yeah, you have to be able to wipe the slate clean. You know, you have you to be, be able like to think clearly path. and not let yesterday's bad yeah. bets affect today's bets. You know. Yeah, yeah, no, not, really, not, yeah, exactly. Not, no, no short-term memory whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. It's like a golfer missing a putt. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> not to relive it. But I don't know about you, but for me, the play that really pissed me off and it was just symbolic of their uselessness is when they were going to punt on fourth and two. And they send a punting unit out, and then they change their mind. Troy Aikman starts talking about how Tepper is going to get mad, and like literally on cue, they change their mind. They send the offense back out, and then it's just really unnatural. It looks like, well, are you guys even going to snap the ball, or are you just trying to jump, you know? What are you even doing? And then to run that run play that they did, like the lack of creativity, Teddy, like, you know, the, the, the management of the timeouts late. And then he had a bunch of timeouts with nothing to do with them late. Like, I could go on. Like, I like Matt Rule. He's building a program. But uh, there's, so there's a the lot rules? of holes. A lot of holes out there. We have rules about Thursday night football that we should not violate. And we violated one. But I was willing to violate one because it's an even Steven on both sides. But the rule is you can't. First-year head coaches, you can't take them on Thursday night. Yeah. Well, I mean, Carolina wasn't ready. Atlanta was way more ready than Carolina. I thought maybe Raheem Morris wouldn't have ready point. either, and I was wrong. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's a good point. So but that's it, a it rule. Is, uh, that's like I mean, you know, every rule is made to be broken. Yada yada. <laughs> All right. So as long as we're talking about uh, the NFL right now, before we get into college, what do you what do you think of the NFL uh, card this week? There's a lot of like shorter prices, right? There's a lot of like two and a half and. Sort of just pick the winner of the game. You know, Indianapolis and Detroit, uh, Las Vegas and Cleveland, uh, Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee's um, lay, you know, laying points. You got Baltimore and uh, Pittsburgh. That's an interesting uh, football game. Tough time. What do you, you know, What do you make of this Pittsburgh uh, Steeler team getting the uh, getting the points uh, here, Teddy, uh, in this spot? So the look headline was six, and I'm like, that's a bad number. <laughs> you know. There's Pittsburgh, Baltimore. It's always going to be, you know, three, three and a half at the most. And even now, we're still seeing four with the Ravens. And I understand the Ravens are coming off a bye, and I understand the Steelers are coming off a game in which they were lucky to win because uh, I'm not lucky to win, but they did their best to blow a 21 nothing lead. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of uh, betting against Harbaugh with extra time to prepare, and I'm not a big fan of laying more than a field goal in this rivalry. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I could. It's clearly the square side, and I, you know, I, I could still probably only get on Pittsburgh here. And it's it's not a game I'm going to bet, but you know what? When you have the public underdogs, I really try to stay away from them. That's not a good subset to be picking from, uh, and. We haven't seen Pittsburgh really face a test like Baltimore off a bye on the road, you know. So I understand they were impressive last week. Last week was last week. Yeah, it's not a game I'm betting. As I'm talking about it, I'm talking around it. Uh, (laughs) My my, my gut goes with the public and says too many points, but uh, yeah, I'm very leery of that. Uh, 
I'm leery of the Steelers this week. It doesn't smell right. I just couldn't help but think as you were talking, Teddy. I was thinking, poor Teddy. He's like, he's pissed off, bad beats, you know, bad, bad night, anger, you know, not bad beat, you know, bad night coming in here. And I brought it up the other night, in which if I if I have a great night, Teddy, and I'm hot, like a good example is like, you know, you keep on winning, you know, baseball season and stuff. You had a great night. You're real eager to jump in and start capping overnight, aren't you? You know what I mean? And I'll even start firing away. I'm like, man, I'm hot. I'm seeing it. So I'm like, oh, I don't like look, look at this number. Look at that number. But I remember last week I had a terrible night. I got killed. And people were asking me, what do you think about this game? I was like, I don't know, man. I was like, I don't know, dude. I just went two and seven. All right. Like, <laughs> I said, I need to go for a walk after the show. I was like, yeah. I, said, I need to go for a walk, clear my mind. I said, you want me to give you a bunch of crap? I said, I don't know right now. I can't think I think can't can't think clearly right now. As you were talking, I was just thinking, I bet you Teddy's thinking the same thing. I don't know. This stupid game, Steelers, Ravens, or I don't know. <laughs> you know that you know the feeling, Teddy. Well, I mean, it, it, I mean one of the advantages that we have is that is that we're 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 not handicapping every game uh like the you know, the the, the an hour before, the night before. It's like you and I look at this stuff all week. So even if you had a bad night, you still did some work on this game already this week. It's not like it's the, you're, 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 you're throwing, you know, the calculus questions to me or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I could talk about the Steelers Ravens. I could talk about any of these games, uh, so, but having a strong opinion is another story entirely. And Pittsburgh Baltimore is one that I, I really don't have a strong opinion on the game. Uh, I, I could see the Steelers winning or keeping it close, and I, I could see Baltimore um, knocking them around a little bit. Now, this next one is a tricky one. My Buffalo Bills. So, it was four earlier in the week, down to three and a half. I threw it out there last week. Oh, you know, Bill Belichick, you know, hasn't lost three games in a row in 18 years. Well, you know, and we saw we saw what happened. So, I don't even know when he's lost four games in a row. And you get the Buffalo Bills. They lost to Kansas City. They lost to uh, to ten- They lost to Tennessee. Then to Kansas City. Then they beat the Jets. They're you know they look their defense looked better in the second half. But yes, it was against uh, the New York Jets. It's almost all culminating towards this though. It's a massive game for the Buffalo Bill organization. We, I, they you know it doesn't matter. The Bills don't care who the quarterback is, what the situation is. The Patriots have owned this division uh, for over a decade. And if the Bills are, you know, the Bills have to step up and win this game. Their offense has been kind of pedestrian. You know, I've, I, I guess I underestimated the loss of John Brown. I mean, they have digs, but, you know, their offense, and I'm not saying it's just Brown, but Josh Allen has been a little bit lost uh, over the last couple of weeks. I think the play calling has been a little bit off uh, as well uh, with Buffalo, uh, but they can get on track with a big win here. What's your take on this football game? So uh, it was that Tuesday night game, that week where they didn't know which opponent they were going to play, yep. and then they ended up in Tennessee on a Tuesday, and they haven't looked like the same team since. You know, uh, certainly not offensively, those Bills. Uh, and, and again, last week, you know, what are they in, in the red zone eight times? <laughs> and come away with 18 Seven points. field goals at times, um, yeah. That's an offense that's not in sync. Although uh, I, I thought there was a chance that John Brown could play this week, and I'm with you. You know, you don't necessarily think of the second or third receiving option as the guy that makes it, someone that makes the offense move. And yet, when the Bills were running those three receiver sets and had three dangerous weapons, uh, d- 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 Allen was, I mean, he was hitting everything downfield. It was really impressive. Um, I don't want New England right now. 
that third loss last week. And again, this is probably the spot uh, where you're supposed to come in and say, all right, it's, it's circle the wagons time for the Patriots. And I'll tell you what, the quotes out of the locker room for New England say they're supposed to show up this week, but they were also supposed to show up last week. And yep. not only didn't they play, I mean, none of them didn't show up. It, it was non-competitive. And the week before was non-competitive against Denver. Don't be, again, you, you look at the final score, you say, well, you know, it was a tight game. No, it wasn't. You know, the, it was two late Their interceptions from Rock. Otherwise, Their Broncos offense is terrible. To three. All right, hold on. You know, at that. home against Denver. So, this is portrait. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage all you want. Honey, I've got some bad news for you. I know, Marge. I'm waiting for the new XFL season. Who will win this year's million-dollar game? Who? Oh! Honey. The X is for extreme. There is no XFL this year. The league folded. Who told you? Last year's MVP. He sweeps up toenails at the beauty parlor. No, that's not fully true. Last year's MVP actually is the backup quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> it's uh, PJ Walker uh, comes into the football game uh, this evening. Teddy, Teddy covers. Uh, kick it with us uh, right now. Always, uh, always great uh, with Teddy. So oh, the time always flies by, Teddy, when you're on. Um, I want to talk college football with you. I want to get your take on the Clemson situation. Uh, so uh, give us, an, if, if there's an NFL game you want to share with us, if there's something uh, you already know you're going to get locked and uh, loaded with and share uh, with the masses, uh, please do, Teddy. Is there a game that catches your eye this week in the NFL? I'm going to lay with the Saints. You know, I, I've already laid with the Saints. That, that number's only going to go up. Uh, Chicago's injury report wasn't pretty. Uh, it's a Bears team that I don't trust and I don't believe in. Uh, it's a Saints team that didn't play well last week and, and, and found a way to win that could well be much healthier at the wide receiver. Michael, uh, Michael Thomas and Marquise Callaway uh, could well play this week. Thomas back in practice. Uh, and, and the Bears, if, if they don't have Allen Robinson, I don't know what they can do with, with the passing game. It's not going anywhere. Uh, you know, that's the weakness for that Saints defense is big plays in the passing game. And uh, Chicago doesn't have a ton of weapons. They don't have a good quarterback or a good offensive line. Uh, I thought the number was cheap. I'd be willing to lay anything less than a touchdown with the Saints. But uh, I got them in my pocket already, and I wouldn't argue if you have them in yours. I'm wrong every week with the Bears, bro. I was right the first two weeks. I've lost five weeks in a row with the Bears. I really have. Like, people in Chicago are be- begging me to stop betting Bear games. <laughs> They're like, please. They're happy when I bet against them. Well, I bet uh, against them, they win. I bet. So who do you I like bet, this you week, know, then? Uh, you don't want to know. The Saints. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you like the Saints, huh? Uh-oh. I do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Um, you know, a game that fascinates me this week and the point spread I find very interesting as well. The Seattle Seahawks, two and a half point favorites against San Francisco. San Francisco is still beat up, but people like really love Shanahan, don't they? They just buy into this team. 
and San Francisco handled their business, but they've beaten a but they've beaten up a bunch of bad teams. Uh, San Francisco. We know about Seattle's defensive problems, uh, but does it surprise you that Seattle are like less than three point favorites on their home field? <laughs> yes. Although I mean the 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 the, the broader market's at three for this game, uh, you know, uh, but it, three even money with Seattle. I mean, there's been nothing but sharp money on the 49ers. Uh, I think there's also some the team, like the undefeated team that just lost their next game, especially if they lost in overtime, it's a negative subset. Yeah. Uh, so from a technical standpoint, uh, you know, but again, that, for me, that's not enough to get me on or off a game. You know, if, if I'm all right, well, this is what teams are that suffered their first loss of the year and they lost in overtime in that game through the next week. If it was 0% or something, maybe you got to pay attention to it. But if it's, you know, over, over 20 years, if you're looking at it, or even if it's a shorter sample, let's say over 10 years and it's got 20 uh, games in it, it's not, it's just not big enough to, not a big enough size to, to, to make me change my opinion. Teddy covers a wager talk uh, in the house sports memo, uh, dot com. All right, uh, Teddy, let's get into some college uh, football uh, before we get into the Trevor Lawrence uh, situation, uh, Michigan uh, last week. Yeah, I was, I was concerned going into the game. Um, I was surprised and concerned about the point spread. And, you know, you, you know, you are, um, you have no, you know, feel emotional attachment, even though you went there and I didn't, and I still do stupidly enough. Right. But I got to tell you, Teddy, after the first punt was blocked, <laughs> I was about to snap. Eh? <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm like, I defended Harbaugh. I was thinking I'm defending this guy, <laughs> but like, man, this can't go on like this. Right. I was really like, I was like, really, this is, this is what really. We're, really, we can't even punt. I, I tweeted like, "How we can't even f and punt?" I'm dropping f pumps right out of the gate. But anyways, they end up uh, winning the game, and now they're laying a boatload of points uh, here, Teddy. Yet it's weird. Normally, I'd be like, "You can't lay this many points," but I think it's like bizarre world. And would I like? Would it surprise you if Michigan won like fifty-one to twenty or something in this game? It wouldn't surprise me at all, and it wouldn't surprise me if Sparty gave him a game. You know, yeah. it, 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 <laughs> like sometimes those week two, <laughs> you're like, yeah, I, I look, I, I, I seem to remember a, a time where Michigan couldn't get a punt off against Michigan State in, uh, in recent memory. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that uh, that uh, cost them a pretty big game. Uh, so it's not like that's the first time that's happened in the, uh, in the Harbaugh era. But, you know, week one, you see a lot of teams make mistakes. I don't think anyone made more mistakes than Sparty. Well, I mean, Sparty was – Sparty looked outclassed by Rutgers, okay? That's the – you knew that in the markets this week it's going to be really hard to get Michigan State money. Uh, and that's why we're seeing the number where it is. It has nothing to do with where the final score is supposed to be. It has to do with the fact that they can't draw Michigan State money at anything less than 24 and a half. Um, that's how bad Michigan State looked. And this isn't a series where you want to be laying 24 and a half. Uh, just, no, and especially with one team coming off a of week one, they look great on national TV, and the other team coming off a of week one, they look like garbage. Um, you know, the, the price isn't right to get on the Wolverines. And yet, if they won the game 51-7, to I wouldn't be shocked. They are a lot better than Michigan State right now, a lot better than Michigan State on both sides of the football. Teddy Covers uh, kicking it with us. All right, Teddy, so the big news uh, tonight was Trevor Lawrence uh, testing positive uh, for coronavirus. As I stated earlier in the program, each conference has a different policy, right? So when it first broke, 
and I was live on the air. They wanted my analysis, you know, oh, it's going to happen moving forward. And I said, I know, you know, we need to know the conference policy. And subsequently we find out, all right, so it's 10-day isolation. 10-day isolation uh, for them. I mean, you know what I'm getting at here, Teddy. They can, um, you know, they're going to get by with you know, against Boston College, but they've got the big game against Notre Dame uh, coming up in a week and a half uh, here. So that's what it's all about, but who knows? I mean, is he physically going to be good to go uh, in 10 days? He clearly is not going to be able to practice. That's best-case scenario that the isolation begins today, uh, et cetera. And um, I guess, uh, what, what, do, what do you make what, what do you make of this uh, situation? What do you make of the game against Boston College and uh, everything moving forward right now with Clemson? And it's worth noting, the, the guy that we're talking about uh, as a backup is banged up, too. Uh, you know, so, uh, Lawrence has got COVID, uh, and his potential replacement isn't at hundred percent. Clemson hasn't covered a whole lot of point spreads this year. You know, they've covered two numbers all year. They beat uh, that one game against Georgia tech. That was, you know, about as good a first half as you'll ever see. And when yeah. you play perfect football like that, you're going to cover spreads. And then the big game at Miami, you know, every other game, they've lost their backers money. Um, Maybe it's telling us that we want Clemson in big games and not in games like the one against BC. That said, Boston College can't run. They can't win. And BC hasn't moved the football against Clemson. They didn't do it last year. They didn't do it the year before. They didn't do it the year before that. They haven't scored more than 17 against Clemson since like 2012. And the last three years, it's been 7 7 10. Um, so, under? <laughs> Maybe. Teddy covers, Teddy. All right, Teddy, remember last week I put you in the hot seat. You were like, oh, you caught me off guard. I, I asked about fans at, at the stadium for UNLV. So from what I understand, uh, there's going to be like 2,500 fans or like, you know, first responders, yes. family, et cetera. Um, so there, there's the answer to this. So w- what did you think of UNLV's, um, UNLV's um, season opener? And then you get Nevada, who blew the lead against Wyoming, uh, but end up winning the football game. And, you know, it looks like Nevada's offense is going to be pretty good uh, this year. Uh, UNLV, that was uh, that was a rough performance last week against San Diego State. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I mean, they played a good third quarter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was crazy. They were uh, kind of lingering around the spread. I know. Like, I actually, I'm not what? proud of it, Teddy. I, I was on UNLV. I was like, you know what, I don't know, San Diego State, I don't know if they can cover this many, but I'll take UNLV. And I was sort of lingering and lingering, and then it just got away from us, you know? Yeah, right. it's sort of in a hurry. Uh, but the third quarter, they had to, there were signs, at least offensively. The, the defense is likely to be a little bit rough. And the Wolfpack, to me, looked like a bet-on team, uh, a real bet-on team. And... Nevada's in revenge for last year. Yeah. You know, uh, they and lost. The and, and it was, you know, I mean, the Rebels. They'd like nothing more yeah. to going to Vegas well, and winning that stadium, you know? The first game with fans sure. even there, the first game with the, the Fremont Cannon. Come on. Yeah, although, I mean, 2,500 fans in that place is not, you know, uh, it's, it's going to be like your hand drop. You, you know, I mean, I would love to have you in the crowd at a 2,500 fan event like that, because every word you said that they'll be hearing, dude, and you, you, you could probably, you personally could probably affect the game. 
Yeah, I know. I know. I used to, I used to piss a... the Expo players off. They could hear me in, in, in the dugout for the press box after the game. And my, every, the, the yeah, you, you got me that, that kind say, of reach with your voice, man. In an empty stadium, I mean, you Patty, can go nuts on this stuff. The grounds crew actually told me they could hear me clearly talking. Like they'd be, you know, raking up the field after the game. I'd be doing the post game show in an empty stadium, and it was a who was a it was a dome too. Yeah, my voice was carrying Teddy. <laughs> my my voice was carrying there, but yeah, I don't know. It's fourteen and a half, but you know, weird things happen in this rivalry. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I figured I'd throw it uh, at you. Listen, we've you know we got a couple of minutes left before this break, and then we wrap it up on the other side. Uh, what about Oklahoma State? People keep talking about these guys being the team, the team, the team uh, in in the Big 12, that they've got a defense right now, that this this is a different type of Oklahoma State team. What do you make of this matchup with the Horns? If I'm playing, I'm laying. Uh, you know, this is a Texas team that there was a lot of talk for the Longhorns about character and what are we going to do after you lose a game. And I haven't seen the response that I expected, (laughs) you know, and for all the talk about the weapons that Texas has, you know, it's been a lot of Allinger running the football and standing too long in the pocket. Um, You know, I, I could only take the Cowboys in this game, but from a, if you're grading out the talent on these two teams, look, Okie State's got a defense at times, and I haven't seen anything in that regard for uh, for Texas this year. But if you're grading out the talent, there's no way you're going to lay three with Oklahoma State against Texas. Texas is a more talented squad. So uh, it's not a game I'm, I'm likely to bet. And the market's already got to it a little bit. The threes that were out there, there's still a couple, but it's mostly three and a half right now. Um, and I, I know that I'm as excited about laying more than a field goal. Uh, with the Cowboys. You always want that potential to get your money back with a push when someone wins by a field goal and you hate getting hooked on those. And this, you know, has that potential for sure. I'll tell you what, uh, Teddy, I'm saying this from the comfort uh, of a studio. I'm not in Texas, but this is going to upset people in Texas, but I'm calling it like it is. When, you know, all teams from Texas are soft, bro. Like when, when, when have any team from Texas been good? (laughs) No, no, but I mean it. Like, Texas, they're, they're like, oh, the Texas Longhorns, this and that, all their talent. They're soft. They're like the Cowboys. You have fancy facilities. You got hot cheerleaders, nice uniforms. You're all sizzle, no steak. Like, every one of them. You know what I mean? The Houston Texans suck. The Cowboys suck. The Houston Cougars are mediocre. Texas A&M's overrated. DC, you know what I mean? Like, you know, TC, you might have the most heart of the bunch, <laughs> to be honest. At SMU. All right, well, we'll hit this on the other side. I said it. Great. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Radio with Gabe Morenci. Teddy covers, kicking it with us, man. Level one just flew by. Always great kicking it with uh, Teddy. We miss Teddy. We look forward to seeing you again. It's too bad. 
uh, I would have come down for that Buffalo Bill game against uh, against Vegas. I, I might still, um, Vegas might be on the radar, so uh, stay tuned. Um, you know, we kick it on the West Coast now, so we're, we're definitely going to be hitting, you know, uh, we're going to be doing some live shows uh, eventually. You know, L.A., San Diego, Vegas, in the not-too-distant uh, future. We'll have some uh, some announcements coming up, but this pandemic, man, every time you think, you know, oh, it's kind of getting better. No, it, it, it isn't. So it just is what it is. We take it uh, day by day. So uh, Teddy covers that can't with us. So, Teddy, Ohio State, Penn State. We got less than uh, three minutes here. We've got about two minutes. Ohio State's laying 12.5 right now against uh, Penn State. 64.5 is the total in this game. I got to believe there's going to be a ton of points uh, in this game. And do we go back to the well with Rutgers? We talked about Rutgers earlier. I was on Rutgers last week, and I'm going to take them again here, Teddy. I know the number's dropping, but whatever it is, you know, I'm not going to get scared off. I'm taking Rutgers. What do you think of the, those Big Ten games? So I'm with you on Rutgers 100%. You know, we talk about it. Whenever a team's covering the spread by three, four touchdowns week one, you think maybe they're uh, – and then they're double-digit dogs the next week. You know, you're like, maybe this team is mispriced. Uh, Shano's someone we can trust. When it comes to Ohio State, Penn State, it's a one-way game for me. I mean, absolutely a one-way game. If I'm playing, I'm laying. The Buckeyes are sick, dude. And there's no, there's no, it's not, not white out at Penn State, uh, you know, in, in these conditions. <laughs> That's a good point. I hate, listen, I'm just, you know, it, it is what it is, but I took them last week. I laid the wood against Nebraska. I was like, yeah, I'll just lay the points, man. Don't worry about it. They'll kill them. They're out for blood. They're, they're an elite football team. They might crash the party. There's Clemson, there's Alabama, there's Ohio State, and there's everybody else uh, after that uh, right now in the, in the college uh, football world. Uh, Teddy, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, stay safe. Um, may the winners be yours this weekend. Wagertalk.com. Check out uh, the, the videos at YouTube, uh, Wagertalk TV, and uh, as well as sportsmemo.com. Thanks, Teddy. Cheers, Marente. Teddy. This is Sports Rage. Pipelines. Next.